Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of uh, Hashtag Bat And uh, today we talk about uh, episode 9, and specifically the economy. Do we open it? Do we close it? Or neither? Um, what can we say? These are some of the tough questions that many people are debating at the moment. So what is the current state? Let's, uh, let's have a look. At the moment we have total lockdown, but basically only essential services, active banks, hospitals, shops, shopping centers, mines, and a few others that need to ensure we can still function or, you know, in inverted commas function. There is a call, and this is mainly, I must, uh, I must say, and mainly by medium and large business owners, for the economy to be opened and us to take the punishment that comes with it. Uh, according to them, they will do and take precautions to protect all the citizens. Um, but the economy needs to open. The promise is that companies will be taking the precautions to ensure safety. We are ever need to open the economy and save jobs in the process as the damage will be too great if we remain closed. That is the words by a few people that I've seen on threads, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and they are pushing and pushing this and they have pushed it right up to the president. So the other side of that is, of course, that we remain closed as long as needed and the pandemic is over and we then rebuild it from scratch that is one way to go but the result of that will be uh, unknown unemployment and devastation with government having to fork out even more money to assist the citizens of the country today it was, uh, was reported and that's that uh, 55,000 companies uh, filed with the UIF uh, unemployment claims. So it makes you it makes you wonder just how big that unemployment figures will be if we were to um, if we were to remain closed. The president has already outlined the 500 billion rand package to assist all citizens and businesses within the country. The fact of the matter is, however, that we still have two countries within South Africa. The facts are that at least 60% of this country still lives in so-called townships and informal settlements. And the majority of them still live in poverty. And as we know, poverty and malnutrition are some of the major contributors to people dying of the coronavirus. Other than uh, together with uh, underlying illnesses. But what's happening in the US, you have a very large portion of those deaths being uh, black people that uh, suffer from malnutrition and poverty. 
and therefore the numbers are exponentially high. So it is then also a fact that the majority of our essential services are black. And they live in townships. Our people working in the shops, the stores, hospitals, cleaners, packers, you name it, every area that is working and will be working and is affected at people living in townships. They are also the most poorly paid people in the country, meaning they spend more money on travel than food. And that's, according to Stats SA, 60% of uh, our salaries go towards travel. So, do we then want to sacrifice these people because we want to open the economy? As mentioned before, our legacy can be our saviour or our downfall. When living in the suburbs and living in certain areas, it's easy to self-isolate, it's easy to stay inside. But it's almost impossible to do so living in an informal settlement and a township. So, what can I do? Hashtag, what can I do? We await with bated breath the direction to be given by the president. We have to start opening the economy, but we have to do it properly. With corporates really spending more than enough money to safeguard their staff. We cannot leave it only to business. Our legacy on how people have been treated does not tell a good story. We heard today that 70% uh, 70,000 soldiers were brought into uh, being brought in to assist the police um, with COVID-19. And of course, what's happened on all social media platforms, everybody screams brutality by the army. Wherever don't scream to business when business screams to open the economy. Um, the legacy of exploitation and abuse of workers in this country. So let's allow government to guide us. Let's uh, allow the president to consult as wide as he has up to now. And he has only taken decisions in the best interest of all the people of this country. We hope that business will for once do the same. To think more about humanity instead of the highest bidder. Let's have the bottom line. Take a back seat and we ensure that people are safe and can still make money. But not by exploiting situations they are in. I pray that we can all, and I want to stress all, start working together as a people, black and white. Haves and have-nots. To ensure we don't lose anyone along the way. If you want to see stupid, and I use the word stupid, have a look across the pond at the USA and see their figures, all self-inflicted.
we cannot allow that. So we must learn from them how not to handle this crisis. I look forward to doing my part in ensuring we all focus on what is important and necessary to bring South Africa through this crisis. The President has spoken about a gradual opening of the, of the country and have outlined three phases. We are currently in phase two, so we will probably have a phased approach with schools partially opening with grade seven and grade twelves going back first and staggered over a few months as the rest of uh, the grades go back. Our non-contact industries probably opening up as well as our largest sectors manufacturing uh, but all with, uh, with all with definite guidelines on safety and health precautions. Our biggest challenge however in this in this country is transport of the millions and millions of people that need to get to work. And because of our legacy and our transport system of black people that was basically left to themselves and not regulated, that is now our biggest challenge. Because how do we manage taxis, trains and buses? Some people cannot get the legacy of this and just how difficult it must be to manage the sector. So try to regulate them now with strong arm tactics. You will lose every time. This is a careful balancing act. Either way, the president needs all of our support to make it work. As I've said before, government success is our success. And us getting through this alive and in one piece depends on each one of us doing our little bit. Economy open, closed or neither. Let's wait for the president and hear what he has to say. My name is Marvin Dry and um, tomorrow we have a look at... Uh, the church and the changing role of the church post-COVID-19. Cheers.